It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Mikey McNuggets, Earl the Pearl, G. Bush will be with us in one second. And uh, I don't think any of us saw the game going as it has so far. It is the two-minute warning. The Browns are well within field goal range, down by one against the mighty San Francisco 49ers, guys. And uh, Earl, I'm going to stand up in a sec because I can't see the game. It's behind me, and I got to watch how this ends. But there is a chance that the Browns are in position to hand San Francisco, their first loss of the season. P.J. Walker, of all people, doing the unthinkable. Did you, in your wildest imagination, Earl, think we would be sitting here at the two-minute warning talking about the Browns with the ball in field goal, uh, field goal position with a chance to knock off the Niners? Nope, but I do, I do remember saying on behind the glass, I said the fact that you know we were so down on this team, the fact that we had no faith or no belief that they was going to come out here, um, compete, let alone be in a position to win – that the Browns was going to go out here and sock us, man. And, and, you know, they've competed all game. They've been in this game and they got an opportunity to, to go out here and steal one. And they do that. That'll do a lot for uh, boosting the confidence of the fan base, boosting the confidence of the players in the locker room. And, you know, we, we talk a lot about, you know, that schedule coming up. So, you know, you could be three and two. Uh, if you can pull this one out today, let's just get this one finished. Um, I, I like what I seen from the defense. I stand on what I said week week two. This is a Super Bowl caliber defense. Mike, I'm starting to believe, you know, these top two units in the league. The Browns probably got the best defense in the NFL. Actually, take very, the pro- very good chance that they have made the 49ers look completely pedestrian. And this is an offense that so far this season has looked other 30 plus a game. Other 30 plus a game. 30 plus yeah. a game. They looked Unbelievable on the opening drive. They marched right down the field against the Browns since then. I'm not 100% sure they have over 120 yards. I apologize. You guys see me keep looking behind me. I'm going to stand up so I can watch it. Here's the plays, actually, as it's going on. And, and it's funny. So, uh, as, as he's standing up and watching, you know, I wore this shirt today. Not sure if y'all can see it, but I made this shirt a while ago. And it said, no it bark, all, all bite. There you and go. I wore it on purpose because I really wanted to see if we was just all taught or we was really, you know, can go out there and, and actually put it all together. And so far, we've done that. So, um, all right. So, it is the two minute warning. The Browns are about to run their first play. They are on the 14 yard line. San Francisco has all three timeouts. So, the Browns have to be aggressive here and at least try to move the ball. Kareem Hunt, uh, two yard gain. It'll be second and eight. San Francisco calls their first timeout with a minute 55 left. Earl, this defense, what they have done completely. And I mean completely negating everything that San Francisco has tried to do since this first drive. It, you know, when you pull off an upset, you need a couple things to go your way. You need some randomness. You need mm-hmm. a guy like Debo and McCaffrey to get hurt, right? You need a, a missed field goal. You need some special teams plays. The fact that they are here, despite the fact P.J. Walker's thrown two interceptions, which allowed San Francisco to score its second touchdown, 
is damn near unprecedented and, and remarkable. Like, I, I don't really know the words to describe. There was in no scenario that I see this happening in the way it has unfolded so far. And the weather hasn't even been that bad. Like, all things considered, mm-hmm. hasn't been that, that bad. I think it's one of those situations, man. You you can go and you, you can just look over history. Jim Schwartz seems to have Kyle Shanahan's number. It yeah. seems like that whatever he schemes up, you know, it, it definitely plays well against. Uh, They're passing. With, with, Hold on. Uh, sorry. PJ Walker rolling out throws. Oh, oh my God. That was so risky. That was unnecessary risk. PJ Walker, you cannot throw into double coverage across your body like that. I, it was I might, added I'm, down in you, the end you, zone. You're ahead of me, man. San Francisco. Don't, don't, don't give me a heart attack. That is, uh, <laughs> that, frankly, that is inacceptable. Unacceptable. Yeah, yeah. yeah don't give me. Throw that away. Throw that out of bounds. You don't have to be a hero. You don't need a touchdown. You need three points. That is a bad decision by P.J. Walker, but he is lucky the Browns get to see and live another day here. There was two 49ers there to interrupt that. So, uh, whew, there's no no chance in hell Stefanski calls a pass play here, is there? There's no chance in hell. We probably shouldn't have called one right there. I agree. I, I actually completely agree. You need a field goal, and now you give San Francisco a chance. Uh, Kareem Hunt up the middle. You got to force them to use all their time tackled. So, they're going to call their last time out. If they make this field goal, it'll be about a, a 35-yard field goal. San Francisco gets the ball back about a minute 35 and one timeout. A minute 35 and one timeout. Yeah, they should have zero timeouts right now. Yeah, you, you have to run the ball. That yeah. I think Stefanski's called a pretty damn good game today, Earl. Like, in totality, I think this has been one of his better performances, but uh, I, I don't understand that that play call right there at all. It's, it's, at been, all. One of, it's been one of his better performances, but I still don't think it's been a good performance. So I, I don't know really what to take from that. Yeah, I think that he called a better game than he called last week, but that doesn't necessarily mean he necessarily called a good game. You know, the Browns defense is doing what they need to do, and and they're carrying us. So, all right. Well, here's Dustin Hopkins. Uh, the the Fox just showed a stat: twenty three combined penalties today for two hundred and two yards, both both the most in the NFL this year. It's a twenty nine yard attempt. Hopkins has missed a field goal today. He has made. Three field goals, getting ready for his fourth. Good snap, good hold. It is good. With a minute 39 on the clock, a minute 40, the Browns have taken a 19-17 to lead over San Francisco. This defense has shut down San Francisco since the first drive, essentially for the last, uh, what's my math, 43 minutes of the game. One more stop. One more stop. Earl, what are you watching on, by the way? I'm on YouTube TV. What are you watching on? I'm on Spectrum. I'm on an app on my iPad in the office. That's why I don't want you to kind of, like, give it away for me. Well, unfortunately, I, I don't, someone in the chat said I'm behind them. So there, we got people ahead, people behind. Anthony's yeah. ahead of both of us. So I think that's what that, you know, it's pros and cons to everything. That's one of the cons about us going live at two minutes is everybody that's Everyone's watching us, wherever they're watching, yeah. everybody's on a different page. So Anthony's let's try not to react. Let's just, let's, let's just talk. <laughs> no, nah, nah, the, the reactions, you got to react. Let's just talk. This is too crucial a moment. Purdy's warming up on the sidelines here. A minute 40 is a lot of time. You only need a field goal. Uh, no McCaffrey. I will say this though. As far as this game is going, uh, as they finish out this game, Brock Party is not a 20 for 83 yards with a 52.7 rating. And yeah. so this is a dude who, you know, ranks in the top three in every major passing uh, category. And, um, you know, the Browns showed up and uh, he don't he don't look all, all, all that worldly right now. So 
No, um, two of his top weapons are out. Debo is knotted on this final drive. McCaffrey will not be in for this final drive. I'd expect a heavy dose of Brandon Ayuk and George Kittle here. Uh, Juwan Jennings made a nice catch earlier in the game. Uh, Fox just showed a graphic. He has two game-winning drives in the fourth quarter slash overtime. So he is not attuned to doing this before, but uh, I'm not sure he's done it against a defense, the quality of Cleveland's right now. A minute 40 on the clock, one timeout for San Francisco, two timeouts for Cleveland. And we are about to see if the Browns can pull off the upset of the first third of the NFL season today with P.J. Walker at quarterback. With P.J. Walker at quarterback. Oh, Newsom with almost his first pick as well. Earl, also shout out to you for calling Emerson. I know you called it like four weeks in a row now. Yeah. Not to happen, but hey, shout out to our guy, Martin Emerson. That's a bad throw by Purdy. Yeah, my big bold prediction today that uh, Brock Purdy was going to throw his first interception of the season, and it was going to be the MJ, man. So shout out to my boy. Congratulations, MJ Emerson, man, on getting your first career interception. First of many to come, bro. It's time to go get that 23 jersey, though, for real, Mike. All right. MJ was phenomenal today. Second down, deep shot to Ayuk, way over his head. It is third and 10, a minute 31, and San Francisco uh, has not looked comfortable. Purdy, frankly, we did a whole deep dive on Purdy. We dove into every number humanly possible, Earl, this week on Purdy. And the one thing we came to the conclusion of was, you know, he hadn't really had to face legit adversity yet. Mm -hmm. uh, so far, it's been two throws, still, still plenty of time, but... Not looking ideal for the Brock Purdy fan club. Third and uh, third and nine. G is supposed to be in. I'm not sure where G is. Purdy drops back. Garrett with some pressure. And hey, we got a fourth and ten here, Earl. No flag. Oh, they threw the flag on Emerson. And that's going to be a first down for San Francisco. Either defensive holding or interference on Martin. Oh, that was definitely holding. I was definitely holding. Yeah, he grabbed the jersey. Pretty, pretty obvious call there. Yeah. How about uh Jerome Ford, 84 yards. Kareem Hunt, 47 yards. Brown's got 161 yards rushing. Yeah. And and they started the game with Kareem Hunt. Yeah. They started the game with Hunt. He he's looking like he's getting himself in the game shape. He he I definitely thought, is. I thought Ford had a couple nice runs. I thought Hunt looked explosive. I feel bad for Njoku, man. He had a touchdown call back on a hold, and then Jed Wills. A legal man downfield took back a 20-yard completion to him. Yeah. Purdy drops back. Little bit of pressure. Finds Ayuk. Cuts it back inside. Oh, that's a big game. Earl, uh, uh, that's down to the Browns 45-yard. That's a 25-yard game for Ayuk. He got Emerson. According to the field goal target line, the Niners are five yards away. Incomplete pass, but they are five yards out of Jake Moody's range if you trust the uh, the Fox field goal line tracker. Earl, you've been watching Browns games for 30 years now. Mm -hmm. How much faith do you have in an opposing kicker, a rookie nonetheless, to make a kick in this stadium, late clutch situation, going into the dog pound? I don't. I don't. I know. I mean, I've seen Justin Tucker make and miss kicks here. So, um, you know, we'll see what happens. 
We'll see what Second happens. and ten, a minute left to play. I know. Ayuk again, gain of eight. They are inside the target field goal line. Third and two here for San Francisco. The clock is running. Ayuk got tackled inbounds, but there's an injured Brown on the play. Who's down? Juan Thornhill, I do believe. That is Thornhill who is down, who is coming in on a blitz there. Third and two, 49 seconds. The Browns had to call a timeout there. So that's the Browns' second timeout off the board. San Francisco still has one. Cleveland still has one. But after that last completion to Ayuk, the uh, Niners have officially entered quote-unquote field goal range according to the Fox target line. And there's G. Bush. What's up, G? Hey, man, I've been just trying to get through. <laughs> hey, what's <laughs> What are you seeing on your TV? We're trying to figure out if you're ahead of us, behind us. Anthony's ahead of me and Earl. I'm ahead of Earl. What are you seeing on your screen right now? Um, you know, right now, 17-19, Purdy's in a, a huddle. He's coming up 19-18, 17 on the clock. All right, so you're, Third, on, the, you're on the exact same exact same stream as me. Right. We're, we're a tiny bit ahead of Earl here. It is third and two. Purdy drops back. My God. Completes it. They are at the 26-yard line. That's Jawan Jennings, who beat Greg Newsom out of the slot. First down for the Niners, 45 seconds left. Down to the 26, and he got out of bounds. That's tough. I, I don't understand what Greg Newsom I don't understand on that play. Um, he has to get to the sideline. You have to give that. You you have to be protecting that, and you give up an out route with no no coverage there. It's just. So when we when we jumped on here, G, uh, Mike said, you know, he got to give Stefanski credit. He thought this was one of his better call games. I said you can say that, but to me, I still didn't think it was a, a good call game. And um, San Francisco officially is playing, and we'll get to Stefanski in a sec. Or let's. No, let's no, go. I'm talking. I'm talking to G. So, oh, yeah, like, yeah, okay. so G for me, I, 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 I mean, he called a few good plays, but here's the thing. It's a situational play calling. It's the things that happen, you know, when the game is on the line that continues to frustrate. San Francisco is content to let this clock run. They're going to run one more play here. Browns had the ball in the red zone in the situation for the San Francisco 49ers to have used all three of their timeouts. And this dude called a passing play, you know. Now, granted, now, granted, you know, this drive, Martin Emerson get the penalty, this, that, and the third, man. But, you know, the time of this is a little different. If you actually call the right plays when 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 you got the ball in the red zone, you should have just ran the ball, trying to throw the ball in the end zone. Really don't understand what that's about. Like, I, uh, well, there's nine seconds left. 17-19. Rookie Jake Moody from Michigan is coming out to attempt what I think is a 41 yarder. Michael, the timeout definitely did matter, man. The clock will still be running. Um, well, they just they spiked it, so it's third down. I'm assuming Cleveland. Would you ice them real quick? Would you guys ice them? Nah, G, would you ice him? I don't. I don't think that whole icing thing worked. I, I, I mean, I, listen. I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to. I'm gonna just do what I need to do, and I'm gonna ice him. Um, he missed it. He missed it. He missed it. I hear the stadium. He missed it. Okay, did you hear that? Did y'all hear that? I, I do you guys hear that. The stadium from my apartment. He missed I it. I hear, do hear that. Let me see. Why left? Let me see. He missed it. Let me see. Hold on. Hold on. I, I'm ahead of TV. I, I'm little, I hear the stadium, G. Hold on. Hold on. The Browns just beat the 49ers, boys. 
Oh, Browns just beat the 49ers. Hold on. Hold on. I got to see it. I got to see it. Hey, I, I, I got to see it, too. I got to see but, it. But I, I ain't going to be that shocked. I ain't going to be I'm that shocked. You, I hear it. I but no, like, like, because this is the narrative. The Browns just beat the 49ers. They are NFL team just like we are. They yeah. got to show up on Sunday just like we do. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let's go. You suckers get up out of here. Yes. I'm chasing. Hold on. Hold on. They Let's did it. Go. Bro, they did it. Let's go. I hey. told you. I told you on Friday. The Kool-Aid Mafia is back. Everybody picked against them. I picked oh. them on national TV. Let's go. Holy hell. Ladies I would have tried that. Here Ladies we go, Brownies. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, PJ Walker forever will go down in Cleveland lore as the slayer of the undefeated of the undefeated 49ers. It is a regular season game. Yes, it's just one of 17, but holy hell, is this a much-needed boost of confidence after two weeks of pure chaos here in Cleveland. Party ain't quarter, perfect no more. The mixed messaging, the the pure beatdown from Baltimore. Talk about a turnaround, Earl. And this all starts with the defense. Jim Schwartz and, and what this defense did deserves all the credit in the world, and I'll let you start, Earl. How about that... You know what? I can't say it because we're on TV, but that you know what? Cleveland Browns defense. Man, shout out to the Cleveland Browns defense. Shout out to Jim Schwartz, man. We talked about this all week, how Jim Schwartz just seemed to have Kyle Shanahan's number. We talked about, like, that was going to be the one dude on this coaching staff that was going to, that refused to, like, just come down, come out here this Sunday and just lay down an egg, right? We, we talked about how him kind of, like, being frustrated with his defensive performance last week. And just knowing that he was going to have that unit ready to go, it seemed like I'm saying the same thing every single week, man. They play with a certain tenacity. They play with a certain energy. They play with a certain attitude, man. And all of that is a reflection of their leader, which is Jim Schwartz. You know, the Browns came out here, man, and they shocked a lot of people. We came into this game, the line this morning was the Browns plus nine and a half. Well, there you go. You know, Brock Purdy was been out here balling all season long. Hadn't, hadn't lost a game. That that he he started and finished, you know, hadn't thrown an interception all season long, and and you coming to to Cleveland Brown Stadium today, man, and you know I I tweeted out this morning, I said why not, why not us, you know what I mean? I really believe in it any given Sunday. Oh, you got to you got to show up, you got to compete, man, and anything can happen at any given time. Gee, the floor is yours. What a freaking win, my dude. Yo, listen, listen, I'm 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 an Earl. Um, I don't. I don't even know what to say right now. They had us dead. Kool Aid Mafia, we back. I pulled this shirt just out because I knew it. I knew we was gonna win today. I got the orange Kool Aid Mafia with the brown shirt with the hat. I told you we was gonna have the orange crush ready to go. I knew it what it was. I told you on Friday. I told you on WKYC on live TV. I threw three Kool Aid packets out there, and the Cleveland Browns did exactly what they needed to do to win this football game. And I'm gonna tell you what. Kool-Aid Mafia, we back in the building. We ready to go. Cleveland Browns, let's go. That's what I'm talking about. Yes, sir. They had us dead out here. They had us dead. We ain't going nowhere. That's what I'm talking about. 
Listen, listen, listen. Let me tell you this, man. Listen, Greg Olson, you tried your best to get them suckers a win. Let me tell you something here. You tried your best to get these cats a win, but guess what our defense came out there? I don't want to hear nothing about Brock Purdy. I don't like Brock Purdy. He's garbage. Hey, San Francisco, a 49ers fan, DM me. Get in my inbox. Let's go. We ready to talk. You can't see behind my eyes. I got the shades on. I got the bruise. Let's go. We did it. I told you any given Sunday, they put their pants on just like we put our pants on. And we got that dub today. Let's go. This is for Nick Chubb. This is for 24. And Deshaun Watson, shout out to salute to you. We three and two. Whenever you ready to get back, big fella, we ready to roll. Harlem Heat. Woo! G. Bush, we said on Friday we, we did not like the depressed. We did not like the calm, the cool, collected G. Bush. We like the hyper-reactive, the king of Kool-Aid, as you call yourself, the Duke and knee-jerk. Uh, here's two stats for you guys. Earl, you asked me to look this up yesterday. Entering mm-hmm. today's game, Kevin Stefanski, 1-23 and 23 as a head coach when his team trailed by four or more points in the fourth quarter. Well, guess what? That is now 2-23, and 23, which still sucks for the record. It's still a terrible stat. But guess what? You're 1-0 on your last one opportunity. Also, also, Jim Schwartz, now 9-1, and one, head-to-head against Kyle Shanahan. There are some things that don't necessarily make sense, and there are some things that don't have to make sense. You just accept them for what they are. And Jim Schwartz is Kyle Shanahan's daddy. End of story, <laughs> point blank, period. It is what it is. P.J. Walker. From the practice squad on Monday, from the practice squad on Monday, stepped on the field with Brock Purdy and undefeated 49ers. The number one or two ranked defense in the league, no matter what metric you look at. And despite throwing an interception in the fourth quarter that seemed to be backbreaking, led the Browns back down the field when it mattered most. Shout out to this team. Shout out to everyone in the locker room for not imploding when it could have got ugly. And Earl, I texted you after that first drive. They took a haymaker on that first drive. Yeah, they did. They took a Mike yeah. Tyson haymaker, and they easily, easily could have crumbled. Easily could have crumbled. Sweetheart, and the sweetheart, fact they didn't is telling. I need a drink. Give, give, I uh, give me a soda and, and, and one of my good cups, the Kool Aid cup. Let's go, Earl. You way too composed. You seem like you in study hall, Earl. Let's go. I need to see East Cleveland, Earl. I need to see the the the, the mean street posse, Earl. We got a dub on these suckers. These I- dudes thought they was gonna come into Cleveland and wrap us up. Debo Samuel, how you like them apples? Christian I'm, I'm, McCaffrey. I'm gonna keep it real with y'all. I didn't think we was gonna win this game, right? I said that earlier this week. Um, my day starts at five thirty on Sundays. You know, I go to the radio station before I come here. And I remember driving downtown and I always purposely ride past the Muni lot. I, I skip going around Dead Man's Curve to purposely ride past the Muni lot. That's like my ritual Sunday morning when the Browns was playing at home. And G, when I was riding past, I was in my car talking to myself. I, I just kept saying LFG. You know what I said, but I just kept saying LFG, LFG, LFG. Why not us? Why not us? And if you look at my Twitter, first thing this morning, I tweeted, why not? And so even though I came into this with a very authentic opinion, like I didn't think the Browns was going to win, any given Sunday kept popping into my head because that's what the NFL is. On any given Sunday, man, you can beat anybody in this league. All you got to do is pull up, be competitive, leave everything out there on that football field, and see what happens. You know, this was one of those gritty, grimy, grinded-out type football games, and we came out victorious. We came out on top. I am excited that the Browns won. 
I know it might not look like it in the energy, but I'm overly excited that we won this game because we needed to win this game. I think winning this game does a lot for the confidence boost of the fans and the players in the uh, in the locker room, man. We needed this on every single level, yeah. on yeah. every single level, you know, and, I, and I'm glad we got it, man. But so enough, I remember just talking to behind the glass. I said, man, the Browns are going to come out here and shock the world because none of us believe. Hey, they saying they said in the comment section, Mikey, bull around here, doing a Cuban getting junior swing at the air. G <laughs> 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 Bush, I, 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 I've slept, slept 20 minutes in the last 30 hours. I went home to Jersey for my dad's 60th birthday party. I flew back this morning. I made it to West 6 for the tailgate. I, I, t- I texted Earl. I'm like, this might be the delusion talking, but I like our chances way better now than I did 24 yeah, he did. hours ago. My delusionalness, my lack of sleep, maybe my pure idiocracy and no real reason. Just like we felt so confident that we were going to beat Pittsburgh in week two, it didn't go our way. It was the same lack of confidence I feel like the city had heading into this week. Football is a week-to-week game, a week-to-week game. And as much as it may seem like a blowout and a torrential downpour Mm. on paper, it never is guaranteed until that final whistle blows. I got two, two things we got to shout, then we'll dive into the game here. Because I know we got to talk about a few things. It was a <sighs> ugly game, but a win's the win, and really who gives a crap because they just won. At the end of the day, that's all that matters. But G. Bush, let me ask you this question. And Earl, you go next. PJ Walker, in your wildest imagination, and G, you did pick him to win, so maybe not in your wildest imagination. What made P.J. Walker capable of when the lights were brightest and they needed a drive that he put together arguably the best offensive drive he has he had all game long? Like, um, where, where did that bravado and confidence come from, from a guy who was on a practice squad, no joke, five days ago? Synergy. Synergy. Synergy, man. When, when, when you out here playing and it's a collective thing, you know, when people count you out and just say you ain't nothing and they, and they already done chalk these wins up for these dudes, he saw how hard the defense played out there. He saw how hard them guys kept fighting and doing their thing, bro. And he said, listen, I ain't got to make the all the plays. Just give me one play. Just give me one play. I thought Kareem Hunt played his tail off, man. I thought Kareem Hunt ran the football aggressively. I thought he, 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 he looked like he was a little out of shape, but he still kept bringing it, man. And when you come together as a collective unit, and you say, listen, I got your back and you got my back. Man, bro, you could do anything out there. And a lot of times, man, I, I just felt like the Cleveland Browns was more of a unit today. The, the, we, we, we did your top 10 and drafting the players, and, and, and it was 9 or 10 out of 12 or 13 of the players we drafted that we said were the best players for the San Francisco 49ers. Yep. We didn't put nobody on that list except for Miles Garrett and a couple other people. But guess who showed up today? Amari Cooper showed up today, yes, right? Sir. Guess who showed up today? Uh, Kareem Hunt showed up today. Guess who showed up today? Dalvin Tomlinson showed up today. And they showed it and they brought it and kept bringing it and kept bringing it. And Jim Schwartz looked at that other sideline and was like this. I love when he in his stance like this. He was looking at him like, hey, yeah, Kyle. You was all, listen, it's all good when you're running for the, you're a front runner, Kyle. When everything's good and you got your whole team in there, you seem kind of good. But that sheet kept getting a little, show, little, little longer, McNuggets. It went from it went from the McDonald's menu to the Denny's menu overnight. That list got this long. You can't find it on the sheet. 
Kyle. It's all about where we run. I thought Shorts had a good game plan. They got punched in the face the first that first drive, but they came back and shut it down. And let me tell you something: this the God's shown upon us a little bit because. Lord knows we should have probably never had them guys passing the ball. That should have been Stefanski. We're going to take the win, though. We're going to take that win. Before you go, Earl, we got 3,000 people watching live right now. I need 3,000 likes in the chat. If you're in the chat, hit the like button. The Browns just won. No excuse not to. It's free. Let's get this thing to 5,000. It's the biggest Browns regular season win in a long time. And let's let's celebrate appropriately. Earl, I know you're in the office, so you're probably not drinking. I'm on H2O duty. Gee, I don't know what's in your cup. You don't know what's in my cup either. You don't know what's in my cup. Let's give a toast to uh, the Browns for a nice dub right there. G, put your cup up. If you're in the chat with us, put your your cup up. up. Take a sip for the Browns because that is a big time. You know what kind of win. Earl, your biggest takeaway from today. Then we'll get into some specifics in a second. Continue to celebrate what the Browns just did. My biggest number one takeaway. My number one takeaway from the day is, man, I talk a lot about the one measurable that you can never measure, and that's heart. Right. And it's something about operating with a chip on your shoulder that just hit different when everybody and their mama is counting you out. When don't nobody have faith in your ability, when don't nobody believe that you can go out here and do the impossible. It kind of like it, it, it just rile you up in a certain type of way. That's kind of hard to put into words sometimes. You know, it's something about being an underdog. It's something about being counted out. And what the Browns did today, man, they went out there and they represented the city of Cleveland well. City is is a is a gritty, grinded out type city. We don't make no excuses, man. If we get knocked down, we pick ourselves back up and we keep it moving. And you know the Browns embodied that the, the city that they play in. So my biggest takeaway was they showed up with some heart. You know, and they left it all out there, like you do when you're from the land. You show up with some heart and you leave it all out there. So. That's my biggest takeaway. Huh. And you know what, McNuggets? What I up, can't what wait. Up. All 3,000 of y'all need y'all to pull up. I want to see what Jay talking about. I want to see what Jay Crawford and the Yacht Boys got to say on Monday. I want to see. Hey, man, listen, I need you to pull back up and Jason Lloyd back on. And you know Adam the Bull going to be in there. Listen, I need y'all in that chat room. It's a special right here. Listen, they counted us out. We was out of here, bro. We was out of here. And we came up and showed up and showed out. We got one of the best defenses in the world right now. We got yep. one of the best defenses in the Milky Way right now. Listen, I'm feeling like <laughs> Muhammad Ali right now. I feel like I just got hit with the rope of 17 times and Don King took all my money. Let's go. Oh, my goodness. Let's get it going. My big takeaway, real quick, and then we'll get into Stefanski. We'll get into the running game. We'll get into P.J. Walker. We'll get into the fact this defense deserves to be discussed among some of the best all time, even though it's early. They are that good. My biggest takeaway, though, and I touched on this a little earlier, after two weeks of nonstop chat about the shoulder, the team possibly having a fracture, do the players, are are they fully invested in Stefanski? All the drama, when they gave up that opening drive touchdown, and once again, San Francisco, we talked about it on Friday, G, 31 points on the opening drive heading into this game that led the NFL. Whatever Shanahan has in those first 15 plays, that stuff's like magic crack. Like, you come back, it works, and then it doesn't work later. They could have folded. And after all the drama we had two weeks with a third-string quarterback off the practice squad, this had all the makings of an absolute catastrophe three minutes into the game. Two personal foul penalties on the first drive. Two. They gave San Francisco 30 yards en route to a touchdown. This could have crumbled so quickly, and we could have been having such a different conversation right now had that happened. And I'm not sure who. We always say, who's the alpha dog? Who's the leader on that team? And today, 
It may have been Watson in his street clothes talking to Walker. I, I don't know who it is still, but there is somebody. And the fact that they didn't collapse today tells me somebody on that sideline is the glue holding them all together. And he's he's a silent, he's a silent guy. It's not a, so? a rah-rah guy. It's not, it may not be someone who does it in the way that we're accustomed to seeing, but there is a glue on that sideline, in that locker room, on that roster, making sure this didn't crumble like it could have. And to me, the result obviously fantastic. Knowing that that is in that inside Berea, inside that facility, gives me a lot more confidence about the future of this team as they continue to get healthy and get back to their you know first team guys at some key positions. To me, hey, that Mike, was huge. I, Mike, I'm gonna be honest with you. I, I think that person is Jim Schwartz. It might. Be. I don't very I, well. I don't, I don't think it's a sideline guy. I understand Jim Schwartz is the defensive coordinator, but this dude's attitude, this dude's mentality, and his energy. Man, like that stuff resonates with everybody on that football team. And I think it resonates with everybody on the coaching staff. When you talk about somebody being a glue, I honestly believe it's him. I believe that he's the dude that's going to get the all 53 players in that, in, in that locker room believing every single week that they can go out there and they can beat anybody. You know, we, we talked at nauseum all week, you know, with lack of faith. If I'm being totally honest, yeah. we talked at yeah. nauseum all week with lack of faith about how the Browns was going to come out here. Like myself included, you know, I'm gonna put myself out there on Front Street. I had I had no faith that the Browns was gonna come out here and win this game. Like I literally had no faith. Did I want them to? Hell yeah, I wanted them to. This is my team. But did I think so? No. And it's like I wonder behind closed doors what the message that he was sending the entire team, what the message that he was sending to his coaching staff, right? Like I we know that he we believe that he got Kyle Shanahan's number. So who, who's to say that he wasn't the guy telling Kev, hey, man, don't trip. Yeah. Telling Alex Van Pelt, hey, man, don't trip. We got this. You know, the San Francisco 49ers is a damn good football team. But you got to show up and you got to step on that football field just like we do every single week. Anybody can get got, man. Anybody. G, let's start on the defense real quick. They mentioned his name a few times on the broadcast, but Dalvin Tomlinson was in the backfield more today than I think every single Browns defensive tackle last year combined got into the opponent's backfield. They paid top dollar for Dalvin Tomlinson. And remind you, San Francisco paid even more money for Javon Hargrave, who we all thought was the Browns' top target at the position. I'm not quite sure they mentioned Hargrave's name on the broadcast once, but I know for sure they mentioned Tomlinson's name five, six, Man. seven times. G. Bush, you played that position Man. at the D1 level. How freaking unbelievable was 94 today for the Browns? Well, listen, he was feeling himself. Listen, today he can be blocked. You know, and, and I'm gonna give him credit. Every everybody heard all week about this San Francisco 49ers offense. How about all they do is put up 30 about Christian McCaffrey and Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk and, and, and no disrespect to those guys, Trent Williams. They some good guys up front. They they got a good team, right? But but I think the Cleveland Browns they heard a lot of it, man. And a lot of us was talking about what Deshaun Watson's shoulder was going to do and how he was going to move. And all these dudes did is said, listen, cool. We ain't going to say nothing about it. We're just going to come out here and do our thing. After that first touchdown, I thought, man, this is crazy. They just walked up the field. The Browns actually, to be truthful, I'm going to be honest with y'all, there was a lot of questionable calls today, but there were some calls that we hurt ourselves too. We self-inflicted wounds. If you take away those self-inflicted wounds and them turnovers, then we spotted them. We, we had a, a, a pick, right? Right in our own 20-yard line that led to seven points. Yep. First drive of the game, we gave up points on, on, on turnovers. 
Like, if you look at this Cleveland Brown defense and you just eliminate the turnovers by the offense, this defense is playing some of the best football I've ever seen in my life. And, and, and the game ball goes to Jim Schwartz because I believe that Jim Schwartz did one thing. He, he solidified everything because guess what? Now we're not talking about Deshaun Watson. Now nope. we're not talking about when he coming back. We're talking about, hey, how you going to score points on what we're doing and how we going to make a move. I, I love the fact I like I think Dunn it filled in admirably for, for uh, uh, you know, your boy Joe Batonio. I thought once again, I can't get I thought uh, 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 your boy David Njoku had a really nice game. I, like, dude, I feel bad. Listen, he had a touchdown call. He had back a touchdown call. Back. He had a 20 yard, uh, 20 yard reception get called back for uh, illegal man downfield on, on Jed Wills. That dude, after what he's been through the last couple of weeks. Deserved a little bit of good karma, and his teammates did not do him any favor. I felt, I felt bad for Njoku, man. I felt bad for him. We find, and we finally got. And by the way, shout out to all the Browns fans, man. Shout out to everybody that showed up in that stadium and with terrible weather and rooted for their team and, and, and gave us an actual home field advantage. And guess what? We finally got a bounce to go our way. They kicked the field goal. They missed it. We finally got something to go our way. And now let's build on this, man. Let's continue to build on this and make this thing. Let's keep pushing, bro. Like this division is wide open. We three and two. Let's keep moving. I, I will say this though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I still, I still want a quarterback. <laughs> hey, hey, G, hey, G. Why are you talking about the fans? But I'm telling you, man. You know, I come from 90 East every every Sunday, and I, I purposely ride past the Muni lot every home game before I go start my long day, and. I seen so many cars in the Muni lot. I seen so many people lined up. I'm listening to my music and I instantly got pumped. Like, like I'm telling you, Mike, you walked away. I was in my car, LFG. Oh, I heard LFG. I was, I was just getting yeah. my switch. I was yeah, like I, I was literally in my car and I'm looking at the Muni lot because I'm getting off at East Knife and I'm like, man, LFG. That's what I'm talking about. LFG. Y'all still showed up, man. F the Niners. You know what I'm saying? Like my mentality yeah. started to change, man, because it's like, yeah, it's the odds against us. Yeah, but so what, man? It's brown and orange till I die. Like, and and I'm just, man. Like I said, they went out there and they they embodied the city of Cleveland's attitude. You know, my biggest thing was I I didn't really think we was gonna win, but my biggest thing was go out there and compete. I just wanted to make sure that we went out there, competed, and played hard. Because if we didn't, yeah. I was gonna get in their ass. Just that simple. Pause. But. but uh like super, but like super they went out there, they, they went out there, man. And and like I said, this city, if you from this city, you know what I'm talking about. This city got a certain type of attitude, a certain type of mentality, a certain type of mindset. And like when 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 your back is against the wall, when everybody counting you out with don't nobody believe, even your own fans is lacking faith, and that'll do something to you, that'll piss you off in a positive way. Hey, you you feel me? You know what's crazy. We talked about on Friday, like we did that little sunshine and rainbow segment. What what did that, what had to happen for the Browns to make this thing this this win possible? And we essentially said they have to play a perfect game. They didn't play perfect. Walker no. threw two interceptions. They no. were not very good offensively for the majority of the game. They did enough, but it's not and, like this was their move. The and, offensive and was, line had some back breaking penalties. Stefanski, once we'll talk about Stefanski. I thought he called a good game. You guys may disagree that that throw in the red zone as they were trying to wind the clock down, that's inexcusable. But for the most part, I thought he called a pretty good game. Like they weren't perfect. And the fact they were still able to beat San Francisco, despite the fact that they had some brutal, what could have been back-breaking mistakes that were self-inflicted, that makes it feel even more sweet. Because this could have this could have teetered. And granted, 
San Francisco did drive down and miss a field goal. So it, this could have all been washed away, but they hey, missed. Reality hey, look, is the Browns are three and two, and that's all that freaking matters. Hey, hey, McNuggets, when we get there on Monday, what I need you to do, first thing off top, you let them know. You rewind my clip. <laughs> oh, we're going to play. Don't worry. You tell him. You tell him. Hey, you take tag board full, Steve, and you show me throwing them Kool-Aid packets because I'm going to tell you what. It take a lot of faith. You know how – listen, it take a lot of faith to go to your, your, your distributor and say, print me up some brown Kool-Aid Mafia shirts. He said, you haven't moved any of those units. Deshaun Watson's hurt. Watson is hurt. Why would you tell? come up with a new color? I said, I got a feeling. I got a feeling we need to drop them orange joints today. And guess what happened when we dropped them orange joints today? The Browns come out and they just show any given Sunday, bro. Hey, we got 35 people in here watching. We want 4,000. 35, 30, 35, like we, we got 35, 100? 100, yeah. The record, we never we never <sighs> broke 4,000. So if you got a friend, you got a cousin, you got an aunt, you got a mom, a daughter, Share. a dad. Hit that like button for Tell us. your cats a views of you. Tell them to get in here right now. We're going to read Super Chats at the end. We got a bunch flying in. Don't worry. We see you guys. We appreciate all you guys. Trust us. We really, really do. I got a question real quick before I ask Earl a real question. I see something about champagne in here. I literally have not slept. Did I say something about champagne last week if they won? No, he said get the champagne ready. Oh, oh, beautiful. Okay, yeah. Like my, my brain is legit on, on sleep deprivation mode. So if I said something last week, I, I'm not trying to forget it. I just don't honestly remember. Earl, let's talk about Stefanski because you said it wasn't. That, actually, we'll do Stefanski next. We got to start with PJ Walker. What was your overall takeaway from number 10 today? Compared to what you saw from DTR last week or two weeks ago. I mean, I, I'm just going – I ain't finna compare it to nothing. I'll just tell you what I saw from what, what my eyes – I mean, I thought he was decent. Um, he did piss me off, like, two costly turnovers. Uh, the pass he threw in the end zone, it was frustrating. He did enough to 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 lead us down to on a drive to where we can take the lead. Um, I, I, I'm not overexcited about his play, but I'm not down about his play at all. Like, you know, I'm not – to me, this is one of them post-game shows, but not to where I'm just happy we won. And it's kudos to the defense. It's kudos to Jim Schwartz, man. Like, PJ, you did enough to lead us to victory. We could talk about Kevin Stefanski, but if I really told the truth about what I feel about Kevin Stefanski today, it's going to bring negative energy. And I, I, we could talk about it, man, but, yeah. Like, shout out to Jim Schwartz. Shout out to that Browns defense. Y'all did what y'all needed to do to help to help this team uh, get a much-needed victory. That's that's where I'm at. Gee, what was your take on Steph? I, I thought he called a good game. A, a, am I in the? Hey, if you're in the chat, G, I'll let you answer in a sec. If you thought Stefanski called a good game, give me a one. If you thought he called a bad game, give me a two. A one or two, very simple. One for a good game, two for a bad game. G, what do you think about Stefanski's play calling today? Um, uh, I, I thought there was there's some things that left a lot to be desired. Um, <clears throat> there, it's not the it's not the fact of 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 what he called. It was the it was the timing of the plays, right? There's a lot of timing in the plays where, you know, the, at the end of the game, that could have cost you. You need to run that ball three times and make sure they have no timeouts. I thought um, Jerome Ford looked decent. I would have liked to see Kareem Hunt get the ball. I thought Kareem Hunt did a really good job of forcing the ball up the middle and making them pile move. There may be a situation where we let him off the hook because Kareem Hunt is not really in football shape yet. So, okay, cool. That, that That's one of those things. Um, but there's a lot of times where there's certain certain drives he's coming out throwing the ball three straight times, and especially when we're up thirteen to ten, I'm like, no, you can't come out and play. And and, and I I don't like it, as much five wide package as he runs because it puts a lot of stress on your offensive line to block somebody, especially if they're blitz buff and they're having guys up front. And 
the quarterback has to make really quick reads and throw the ball quickly. And if you that 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 can make journeyman quarterbacks and rookie quarterbacks predetermine where they're going to throw the ball, and that could cause interceptions. So for me, I would like them to have a running back in. I would like them to throw the ball out of certain sets where you can at least block some of the guys. Um, but with that being said, this is the way football is. If you yeah. get the win. Ain't nobody gonna say nothing. I can't, you know what I'm saying? I, yeah. I I would expect him to improve on some of this stuff moving forward. Um, it's always easier when you get to dub. I'm not gonna complain about a dub. We could talk about that during the week. Um, but for right now, I think it's all about celebrations and, and, and cheers all around because the Cleveland Browns did something that a lot of people didn't think they would be able to do. And just those three. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, and shout out to the chat, by the way. You guys literally just broke restream. I asked for ones and twos. We got so yeah. many chats. Y'all have froze restream. But I, I'm I'm noticing like 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 what G said, Mike. That's where I'm at, man. Because like, I, the defense did their thing. Jim Schwartz did their thing, man. If I get to talking about Kevin Stefanski, that's gonna take away from the. I Browns. thought he did a good job. I, I was asking. I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm just I'm just giving you my opinion. If we get to talking about Kevin Stefanski and I get to telling the truth about what I really think, I, I think B minus B minus. That's gonna that's gonna take away from a, a victory that that was much needed, much earned, and that they you know. That's what deserve our energy. That's what deserve our our attention, man. Cause, yeah, no, nah. yeah, no. Nah. Listen, I I, I nah. asked because I thought I thought he called a really good game for the most like ninety percent of the stuff. I thought he called a really good game, and it looked like we had a pretty good split of ones and pretty good split of ones and twos in the chat. So, um, I think there's some I think there's some shades of gray in there. Say it again, G. I think there's just some shades of gray. I I did think that he did a one thing. Did you notice they start throwing a lot more to check down routes to the flats? Well, those gee, guys. One, one of the things that I want to highlight Stefanski on was the screen game. We haven't seen the screen game all season, right. and he had five or six screens today, and two of them got called back for penalties. The two to Njoku. One was a touchdown. One was a twenty-yard gain. I I can't remember the last screen we've seen from the Browns' offense. Kareem Hunt had two catches on the screen game. They tried to get your own Ford involved, and that had been a facet we've been asking. Hey, this was a staple of early Kevin Stefanski offenses, where it, where it gone, where it been. And he brought that out today. So uh, I, I want to highlight it, but Earl, if, if you disagree, we'll, we'll save it for Monday. Cause this is not a time to harp. And I, I want to, I'm going to throw this guy's out. name out there too. Besides the penalty of him going downfield. I thought Jed Wills was not terrible today. Yeah. I agree. thought he held his own. Uh, not too many holding penalties. Uh, he was downfield a little bit on that. I think it was a ticky tack play. But I thought for the most part, Jed Wills played pretty deep, decent. And Dewan Jones, I thought he did a really nice job on, on Nick Bosa. We did not hear his name an awful lot as well. Um, so there's there's some guys spot shadowing that I thought played pretty well as well. I'll tell you what. And we're going to talk about a coach other than Jim Schwartz, man. You know, let's raise a glass to Stump Mitchell. Let's raise a uh, glass to Bill Callahan. You know what I mean? The running backs coach had the running backs ready to go. They ran for 160 yards. I like we that. All, we all know the defensive line for the San Francisco 49ers is fierce. And P.J. Walker was only sacked twice. So if I'm going to give any kudos to any coaches, shout out to Stump Mitchell, man. Shout out to Bill Callahan. Because those two units, they came ready to play. They did what they were supposed to do, man. I'm just glad that the Browns walked away with a much-needed victory against a, the, uh, a team that's considered the best team in the NFL. They came in here undefeated. Nobody gave us a chance to win. Nobody in the city, outside of the city, none of that. And, like, man, just overly kudos to y'all. Like, like we, man, we needed that. We, we really, really yeah. needed that. Uh, and we – so I'm going to pull back the curve. I was having a conversation with Miss Nuggets the other day. 
I've just been exhausted the last week. And she's like, two weeks. Two weeks. You see, man, and I was like, it's been tough doing shows, man. Like, it, after the Baltimore loss with everything that's been going on, there wasn't a whole lot of, like, positives to move forward and kind of harp on as we got ready for San Francisco. You know, you had the ominous cloud on the horizon, and you're coming off a big storm. Like, there, there's not a lot of sunshine in between. And it takes a toll when, you know, you're constantly battling with, what you're trying to put on as a good show for, and G, you know, you, I know, you know, and Earl, you know what I'm talking about. Like when you're trying to mm-hmm. battle putting on the good show with what has to be talked about versus trying not to sound like the world is coming to an end. And it, it, it does take a toll. And this feels so refreshing because it was unexpected. And sometimes those are the wins that you remember the most for the longest. Because as you said, going into this Earl, and I think Tyus put it in the chat, there was no expectations today. Mm-hmm. There was none. And sometimes, expectations are a beautiful thing and they could be a blessing. They could also be a curse to try and play up to those expectations. The Browns went out and just played football today. Stefanski didn't try getting too cute. Defensively, they manned up. I think they played like 85% man coverage and said, it's Emerson versus your guy. It's Ward versus your guy. Come beat, you know what I'm saying? Like, come beat us. And it was, from an overall team standpoint, it wasn't a perfect game, but it was pretty damn near close in terms of what they had to do, what they had to execute to come out and pull off an upset. They were a 10-point underdog, 9.5-point underdog, depending on what book you went with. That doesn't happen in the NFL very often. When when it got to be 10, I said, y'all tripping. I said, y'all tripping. And here's the thing, too. Let's be clear. Let's let's, let's put this in in perspective. Brock Purdy was 12-27 for 125 yards, one TD, one interception. And a QB rating of 55.3. G, real quick before you finish, 45 of those yards and 10 of those QB points came on a last drive. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. Listen, we did a whole doggone show. We had three people argued about Brock Purdy being the coldest to ever put pads <laughs> on. We're not doing that. Wait till I get there on Monday. Christian McCaffrey, let's <laughs> talk about it. Set, what is it? 11 carries for 43 yards, no touchdowns. Christian McCaffrey never put that man's name with Nick Chubb's name again. Disrespectful. Y'all disrespected. He caught a touchdown, though, G. He did. I don't he care did. about that. He did played, catch a touchdown. McCaffrey played good. Come he on. Had, we, he, where his yards at? Hold on. Three catches for nine yards and a touchdown. Anybody can get a touchdown. He played, listen, listen, he had about 12 total yards. Where Debo Samuel at? He was running around here running his mouth, uh, fighting people before the games. Where Debo at? Hold on, let me see if he has some stats. Let me look. No, he didn't. He got hurt. But he had, Get up uh, out of here. He That's what I'm talking about. Over, uh, over, one tar- over one target. Chat, I need y'all fired up. We put these dudes in the Hall of Fame. We put they bust, every one of them. George Kittle, you're on my fantasy team. You didn't show up. <laughs> You ain't getting no yards today, George. Hey, Kyle Shanahan wasn't looking cool, calm, and collected. We need to start putting some more. We need to stop putting all this respect, all this bravado on these dudes. These dudes beat the Dallas Cowboys, came in, and decided they was going to hop around and start fights before the game. Listen, I'm telling you, we got one of the greatest defenses of all time. We're not hearing you right now. Y'all came in. And dropped a nothing burger, a zero burger. Adam the Bull, where are you at? Where hey, are you at right now? So halfway through this show, I got a text that I can't read on air. I'll share this with y'all as soon as, like, you know, we done with this. But, you know, you asked me my biggest takeaway, and I said, like, this team had a chip on his shoulder and played with some heart. 
when I read this text to y'all, I'm going to tell you right now, I furthermore believe that the Browns won this game because of stuff that didn't have to have nothing to do with what happened on the football field. I'm going to say that again. Well, you will you just text me and G so I, I, I give us a little cryptic. I'll fill yeah, time. I, I'll, send the DR, I'll send it to yeah. y'all right now. But it's furthermore, it's, it furthermore makes me believe that the Browns played this hard, went out there and, and, and won this game, and they really didn't have nothing to do with what was happening on the football field. So, G, while Earl sent us that text. Demon, hold on. The mind four by four, put some respect on my name. When we come back, I picked the Cleveland Browns to win this game. Check my highlights. Check my storyline. Put some respect on the crystal ball. Quit playing. Go ahead, McNuggets. I'm sorry. Check I'm your ready. phone. Check I'm your phone. Text right now. Check your phone, G. This comes from my man who works for the Cleveland Browns. Do I have my phone? Oh, I believe I believe hundred percent. So, so when I tell you like I these dudes, 100%. so when I tell you like these dudes felt disrespected, like all the way disrespected, it's it's that chip on your shoulder, it's that heart, like, like that's that's where it's at at all. He said, brother, um, like he lost some money on this game, and uh, I, I don't bet against the Browns, like at all. I might put money with the Browns, but I don't bet against the Browns, like that's just stupid. Hey, w- <laughs> one thing we want to talk about too. Oh wow. Oh is, wow! Uh, you see it? Oh wow! Okay. So, so what I'm saying is like all that on the field, and we can sit up here and try to overanalyze this, that, and the third. Man, you can't measure heart. You can't measure when somebody pissed you off. You can't measure that chip on your shoulder. The Browns felt disrespected, and they came out there and was like, "Yeah, this ain't happening today." Yeah, no, that's they, exactly what happened. They brought the fight to since uh, San Francisco, and once again, I said this earlier. They, they took a haymaker. That first drive was as impressive as any first drive we've seen all season, and the fact they didn't crumble, and the fact they just returned with twice the fury as that first punch was impressive. G, you, you were tweeting about this all day, and I, there was one that I have to bring up. Not your tweet, but one of the calls. I thought the refs today were, were flat out. And I'm, oh. I'm not a blame the ref guy, and they won, but when they went out and measured after the P.J. Walker QB sneak on third down, and they ended up getting it anyway, they, they reversed the call. When they went and measured – and you was pretty obvious, at least from the angle they showed on TV, that it was directly in line, if not above, and didn't call it. Like I, I don't believe in conspiracies against the Browns or against any team in the league. All I'm saying is that was flat out abysmal. Uh, and and then they tried abysmal. to readjust the chain, McNugget. They tried to. Uh, yeah, that, that was bad, on. bro. That was bad. Uh, and then the face mask, pen, the the face mask penalty that they had already blocked or backed us up on kickoff, or it was a punt. And I'm like, hold on, he's grabbing our face mask. Yeah. Like it's 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 like, and, and I, I I know, and a lot of people, I, I was on it, but I was hot about that man because there's sometimes where somebody say, yeah, they corrected that. You shouldn't even had no chance to even make that call. That call was not even in the mix. That was not what it was. Like that was crazy. And and and, and I said this, and people thought I was crazy. I said. In the beginning of the game, when the Browns defense was playing well, I said, I don't even risk, I don't respect the 49ers game right now. Like anybody could get touchdowns after 15, 16 penalties in a row. Like they every time it was a play, think about it. Two touchdowns called back. The touchdown on, on David and Joku, which was like, I'm looking at the play and I'm like, well, I'm waiting for the I'm waiting for the holding. The, the, we, we get to we get the first down on on a long uh, screen pass. Another holding. My thing is, 
the Cleveland Browns get the most disproportionate amount of penalties. And it's and it's like it's it don't make sense. And I, you go watch these other games, and, and and what I don't like is you gotta make a team actually, you gotta make a team win. If you catch the football on me and you just catch it, do your thing, I ain't got no problem. You beat me fair and square, right? But I can't you can't be making these calls where it changes the play of the game. And by the way, good gracious. Hey, listen, Greg Olson, if you're going to be that biased, at least don't let the cameras catch you hugging people like you like you just came back from uh, World War Three and you saw your family for the first time in six months. Like, at least don't cry every time. G. Who, who Greg, was it? Uh, who was it? Christian McCaffrey? He yeah, picking they, a grown man up. They played together in Carolina, but I, I, yeah. I still don't like. Seeing I, I, I mean, look, 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 look. I know this is this is the Browns post game show, but. I, I can't I can't I can't hate on that man like that because I was the same man sitting up here like when people was you know talking that mess a couple weeks ago about Donovan Mitchell wearing uh Lamar Jackson's jersey uh to the Browns game. That's his boy. Like, like that's his boy. These these dudes is human, man. Like like you 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 seen your homeboy, you showed him some love. At this point, who cares, man? Y'all 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 walked away with an L. So but, this, away. but if you're gonna hug that man. At least keep your commentary down the middle. Hey, listen, I tell you what. I mean, yeah, well, if you let the 49ers get loose, <laughs> they'll, they'll bury you. Greg, stop it. Quit. You didn't start saying the Cleveland Browns until the fourth quarter. Hey, the Browns are in this thing, right? Like, And, that, and you know what the great part about it is? Like you said. No matter what the heck you think, you can hug a Barack Obama and Donald Trump back to back. Who cares? Hey, and the Pope, you lost. You took that L. And by the way, let's talk about the Cleveland Browns defense getting boys up out of here. Yeah. They did y'all think y'all was gonna come in here and this was not gonna be a physical game today? The Cleveland Browns out physicaled the San Francisco 49ers. They out physicaled them. Brock Purdy looked like he was confused. He was throwing the ball underhand. He was getting tackled. And Trent Williams, I know you're a good player. I, I respect you for coming back in the game. when he, That looked like a knee injury, serious one. I commend you for coming back in the game. You're a really great player. But I'm going to just tell you, I think the Browns won that game by two things. They out-physical the 49ers, and they took advantage of the fact that they didn't give up. They just quit. They just quit. kept coming. They kept coming. You want to read some super chats real quick, guys? We got a bunch, so let's let's get through some of these, and we will uh, wrap up our post game coverage. <laughs> Shout out to the thirty five hundred people in here tuning in with us tonight. Three, Chris five. K. No, I didn't crucify him, man. LeBron James is a human being; he can do whatever the hell he want to do. As long as you go out there and you ball when it's time to ball for my team, I can care less about what other team you root for. Nothing like that, dude. All right, I'm gonna read some of these super chats. First one comes from Donnie M. Stefanski screwed that one. Run the ball, make them waste their time out late. Damn it. Uh, yeah, that was even if I think Stefanski played a called a good game, that was inexcusable. Uh, next one's from Kevin Robinson McNuggets. Do you have your bottle of champagne? Do I gotta go? I must have said, did I say it in the one I posted last night? I gotta go back. I'll find whatever I said. If I said I was gonna drink champagne, I'm bringing champagne in tomorrow. We're drinking champagne. I'm Pop champagne yeah, uh, I will, I will figure out. I have no recollection of saying that, but. Uh, if it's on camera, I certainly did. Uh, Jarrell Jack says, tonight we drink Kool-Aid. Hell yes, we do, Jarrell. Chris B, put some respect on the Browns, some respect on Stefanski. All that negative talk this week was whack. What a game. Uh, Young Majestic 3303, welcome back, G. Bush. Uh, Darren Smith, or what up, Darren? Shout out to Darren, always checking in. C&G's reaction was priceless. You called this on Friday. Everyone 
Better pay homage to you in the chat. Salute. Matthew Culpa. Statement win for Stefanski. Give that man an extension. Go Browns. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to listen. Listen, y'all know I'm a, I'm a Stefanski hey. defender. He is 2-23 two and, two and hey. now in the fourth quarter when he trails. Hey, Errol, I ain't going to lie. This has to go down as a signature win. It does. For who? Kevin Stefanski or yeah. like in Browns history? And, uh, we we can't we can't strip him. This this is definitely a signature win. It is. It, 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 no, I, I mean it's a signature. Look, I'm not sitting up here bashing Kevin Stefanski, man. I I, I just want to keep the man name on my mouth. That's it. <laughs> I just want to keep his name on my mouth, man. I'm trying to enjoy this victory that I didn't think we was gonna have. All right, if this is a signature gonna... win, you can. Okay, it's a signature win. Whatever. <laughs> I'll keep on going. Wood Dog MTG says G Bush, we got a signature win. We back, baby. Uh, set apart. Lad said they didn't believe in us, but God did. Todd Stein says no more God jet did. Hey, Todd. Uh, hey, they ran a jet sweep to Marquise Godwin. Goodwin, excuse me, Marquise Goodwin. It worked. They tried running one to Elijah Moore. Not only did it not work, they got called for holding. If I see Elijah Moore go side to side again, <laughs> I'm going to have to shave right. my head. Gee, it hasn't right. worked yet. Earl, it hasn't At worked all. yet. And they continue. At all. Like, there's a whole part of Stefanski's playbook that just needs to be burned immediately. And anything it has to do. Anything that has to do with a side-to-side play for Elijah Moore, just get it out the playbook. Done. It's done. Let's get it away. Uh, Max Nico- Nikolenko, Vegas and the Rex and the refs gave us that game, fellas. Too much funny stuff happened on the field in the last four minutes. Uh, Jarrell Jack says, Jed Wills tried his best to lose this game, but we continue to persevere. I-, I didn't think Wills played that bad today, guys. No, no, I thought, I thought, no, I th- I thought Jed played decent. I, up, you know, you know me. I'll be on him, uh, except for the, the penalty downfield. I thought he he did his thing. By the way, they got a great defensive line. We did not hear their names a lot. Y'all got to chill in this chat, man. <laughs> I just got a text message, man. My daughter don't never normally watch this, so she wanted to support her dad, and she seen somebody call her dad stupid, and she just texts me <laughs> upset. I text her back like, "It happens. This comes with the territory." Don't let it get to you. Turn the comments off, man. Y'all got to chill, man. Clearly, his kids in here. Like, she did not like that at all. <laughs> hey, she's a ride or die. And shout out to her for, uh, she went to homecoming on Friday, Earl? First she one. went to homecoming yesterday. Good she ain't her. worried about that right now. She is upset. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, your dad's a smart guy. Don't worry. Uh, Dwayne Coleman says, thank you, UCSS, for the great entertainment. Dwayne Coleman, thank you for the constant support. Do it for Chubb. Says, I'm from Akron, but on Sundays, I'm from Cleveland. DTW to be the same. Come on, man. SG says D is super duper legit. Wow. Pause. Uh, Sam super. Fisher, 1710. I'm beyond convinced the Browns are the best defense since the 2015 Broncos, which won the Super Bowl. Watson just has to be healthy. The Browns are right there. And his defense is, is legit. Is legit, legit, legit. Tommy Gallucci, our offense gave, quote, the best team in the NFL, two touchdowns off turnovers. And still won with a third string quarterback. Yes, sir. And two picks. Not and wrong. two picks. Yep. Uh M Bine says, G Bush, say it. Stop playing with me. That D is legit. <laughs> that's what that's what my wife said. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, all jokes are allowed when we win. All jokes are allowed on our, uh, a victory postgame show. Uh Jerry Wallace says three and two record, 32 for the legend Jim Brown. Uh, uh listen. Kudos. I'm sure Jim Brown rather than be five and zero, oh, but we'll take it. Levi uh, Levi says, "Let's go Browns." I gotta say, though, Jed Will's got to go. Tired of seeing him cost us with penalties. Hey, G, let me ask a question real quick before I read the rest of them. 
Is there anything Jed Wills can do that people would like? It, what 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 does Jed Wills have to do to get a pass in a game? Um, like he had to, he would have to be like they would have to win the game. He wouldn't have to have no sacks, no turn, like no no like nothing, none of that. Like you know what I'm saying? Like, but but here's the thing with offensive line though. I could respect it. That's why, to me, it ain't about whether I like a player or not. I can say Baker Mayfield play well, Jed Wills play well. I'm married to the way I see on the field. Like I, I just like the game of football. So, like it, 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 to a man, a man to a man. Like if I play the game and he play the game, I understand what it goes into playing at that high of a level. And if he plays well against one of the best defensive line, you gotta get that man credit, bro. Like yeah, he was downfield on that one play, but we ran the ball with two backups and a guy that just ain't even been playing in Kareem Hunt all off season. And we ran the ball exactly enough times to keep them at bay. Yep. You know what I'm saying? No crazy sacks or nothing like that. So salute to them, man. Like, like big up, like, like, look, he's been playing bad, but he has an opportunity to write the ship any different week. He could come out here and play great. And you just got to give him credit for being great. At the end of the day, I may be critical for the Cleveland Browns, but don't make, don't get it twisted. I love the Cleveland Browns. I don't root for nobody but the Browns. So if it's if it's Pee Wee Herman out there playing quarterback, I'm gonna be rooting for Pee Wee Herman. It is what it is. <laughs> oh, real no. quick, you want you want to touch on that before we move on? I mean, no, I, I, it's funny because like you know, me and G did the barbershop yesterday, and and I kind of alluded to that. You know, I've been a professional for three years, but I've been a Browns fan my entire life, and I've seen plenty of players come and go, players that I was huge fans of, and players that I wasn't huge fans of. At the end of the day, when you put on that Browns jersey, I'm cheering for you because you got on that jersey. I cheer for the name on the front of the jersey when it comes to the Cleveland Browns, not the name on the back. Sure, I might happen to like certain individual players that end up on this team, but once you throw that jersey on, man, I'm cheering for you. I want you to do well. And when I'm critical of you, I'm just keeping it real and I'm just being honest. Like, I never get in front of this camera and be fake. I think everybody that has has followed me know that. Like, I'm going to keep it real. And so, like, I, I'm going to give you the criticism when I feel like you deserve it, but I'm going to give you the praise. You know, overall, they did something that I lack faith. And, and to the Cleveland Browns, that's my bad. That's my bad. You know what I'm saying? I lack faith. I told you. It's, it's, it's this, this is my longest relationship right here <laughs> with the Cleveland Browns. Hey. And, you know, every time that I just want to give up, man, they keep pulling me right back in and letting me know, like, hey, you know, I love you too. So, like, my bad for lacking faith, man, because it's supposed to be us against the world no matter what, man. So, I'm just glad that we got a victory that we needed. And I truly believe it's going to do a lot to boost the confidence of this team um, going forward. That's legit how I feel. Yeah. I mean, like I said, Wills is never going to be Joe Thomas. Like, he's not ever. But I don't, I thought today he played about as good of a game as he could have. He had the penalty that negated the pass, the screen pass to Njoku, but it is what it is. Got a couple more. This next one's from Hell Storm. Hit that like button. Yes, sir. Hellstorm. Uh, that is absolutely correct. Hit that like button. KR Thunder says, PJ Walker shook off every one of his mistakes. His attitude led the offense more than we probably will ever know. Holla to the team. Vets. Hey, Walker looked like a vet up there. That is true. Antoine Jackson said, Earl preaching all facts. G preaching all facts. Uh, her, her, Herut, H-E-R-U-T. I, I apologize if I'm pronouncing that wrong. G Bush, I'm talking about when Deshaun Watson comes back, if he's here. It's probably not a nail biter, just saying. Oh, hey. listen, let's get it going. We ready to yeah. go. I'm ready for tomorrow. Yeah. Hey. Let's get it's it a pop. Quarterback for Indy. We just proved it doesn't matter who who's playing any any given Sunday. 
Hey, all I know is Mike bringing in some Don Perignon tomorrow. I I guess I have to go back and find what I said. I like, know I, I I guess G Bush finna give us the 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 what is it the Kool Aid towel. Oh whoa whoa whoa, whoa. listen hold on. Oh listen, lady. we giving we giving oh, out lady. we giving out these tomorrow man. Matter of oh, fact, Lord. if you want to tune in tomorrow, hey 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 hey, we gonna get we we, we gonna call this victory victory. If you email me right now at gbush91 at hotmail.com, the code word is victory in the top description of the email. I'm giving out not one Kool-Aid Mafia shirt, not two Kool-Aid Mafia shirts, but three Kool-Aid Mafia shirts. GVC is back in the building. I'm giving out three of them. Code word is victory. It's, it's all courtesy of your boy G. Bush and the barbershop. We're giving away through Kool-Aid Mafia t-shirts tomorrow. Code word victory. Be ready Yo, to go. Y'all wait, 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 wait. Uh, shout out the Poetic Pen. Shout out <laughs> the Poetic Pen. That's right. Pop that Coke Zero at work. <laughs> Pop that Coke Zero. You know what I'm saying? Wherever you at, whatever you pop it, man, pop it. Pop it. it. Pop it. I am going to bring in champagne tomorrow. I guess I said it in the short last night, so we are bringing champagne. Uh, Steve Becker, if you're watching, can am I allowed to bring champagne in? Can we drink it on air? If not, I'll uh, I'll do it. We'll tape it afterwards. But we will drink champagne tomorrow in celebration. I promise you that. Uh, where's the next super chat? I lost my place here. What was the last one I just read? Oh, there it was. Uh, Antonio Staropolo says, we won a game we shouldn't have. We never do that. That's grit and coaching. Best game Stefanski has coached, considering all things. We found a way. Nick Nebia said the 49ers can go plow the field. La, 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 la. Damian Frederick says, first INT in 2023. G knew close, but his first pick. Uh, but picks are not his thing. Shout out to uh, the throwback to what Jason said. Tommy Gallucci says, I feel like Andy... Dresden, arm spread, cleansing rain, washing me feel the Cleveland redemption is happening. Keep the faith, drink the Kool-Aid. Andrew Harris says, give kudos to Jordan Elliott. Also genius on DC for giving him more snaps this game. Saw he was cooking, rode his hot start. Love the UCSS product. We appreciate you guys. Uh, next one from Kevin Robinson said, Mike posted a short this weekend, said he chug a bottle. I know exactly what short you're talking about now. <laughs> Uh, Ronaldo Archer said the Browns defense nickname after Joe Lewis, the Brown Bombers, knock you out with either hand. Uh, M. Vine says, I think he decided to play to win instead of play to lose. Facts, G. Bush. Yes, sir. Uh, Bill JB3 said, uh, Steve Becker did just send a text to our boss boss saying, are the guys allowed to drink champagne on the show? So we are going to get an answer to that before this is over. Uh, Real JB3 said, so I take it the skies are not falling anymore. Hell no, the skies aren't falling. It's a win, baby. Red Right 88, great celebration show. Thanks, guys. Antoine Jackson says, Earl, I strongly agree with you. Ryan Offenberg says, best defense in the world. Go Dogs. M. Vine says, no Brock 30 this week. Facts. Uh, do it for Chubb said, Jay Bull and Jason need to stand in the corner on Monday. Let G do the show by himself. Bolsa, Kittle, and Purdy were put down. Fitness with Kelly Michelle, the cave clee. Kelly Michelle, what's up? I think yeah, we met Kelly. Shout out yes. Kelly. What's up, Kelly? I'm so relieved I was not giving up until the fat lady sings. That's my mentality. I said a prayer right before the kick. It worked. 10 stayed confident. Coach, hashtag 02. Nick Nebia said Dewan Jones is known as the black hole. He swallows up any and all uh, defensive oncomers. Yes, yes. I uh, like Wall the black Dog hole. said uh, what happened behind the scenes. That is an Earl exclusive. So if 
if he wants to share, he can, but I don't think you want to put it out so, there. So I, w- I was told, like, like leave names out of this. Basically, like, uh, no, I'm going to leave it alone. I'm I'm, I'm going to leave it alone. <laughs> I'm going to leave it alone. I'm going to leave it alone. This this is some detailed information. I'm going to leave it alone. All I'm going to tell you is the fight that broke out on the field beforehand, it probably was some stuff before that, like like Saturday night, stuff like that, that kind of led to that. Our dudes literally felt disrespected. Y'all seen the message. Like, they literally felt disrespected. They basically felt like, man, you know, the Niners ain't take us serious. The Niners didn't take this business trip serious at all. You feel me? Yeah. Like, yeah. they just showed up, thought they was going to go home 6-0. and They didn't take it seriously, and then and that's what happened. So, hey, joke on y'all. F around and find out. Uh, Ian Douglas says the fans did okay with what he had available. Probably deserved some credit for head coaching job outside of play calling, given everything. Or Mac Dog said this is my first super check. So I wanted everyone to know that I'm a 63 year old Browns fan. Yes. From Cleveland John Hay High School yes. class of 78. Tell Jay Salute. to shut up. Uh, or Mac, <laughs> what's up? What's up? Links 595 said heard the game through the radio on NFL. Uh, the field goal kick. I jumped from my front seat. Shout out to shout out from Laredo, Texas. Shout out. Let's go Browns. Shout out Texas in the house. Uh, Sly says, flew from Cleveland to L.A., and I can't seem to find Purdy. Anyone see him today? He was a no-show. Defense went from worst to first. First number one, Vernell Jackson. If I ever see P.J. Walker in another game, it'll be too soon. Trash, but hey, we won. It's the fancy, horrible play caller still. Hey, we, they won the game. End of the day, he's one to know as a starter for the Cleveland Browns. He's now, <laughs> you, know, you know what's crazy? No, you know what's crazy? As a starter, PJ Walker has thrown five touchdowns, thirteen interceptions, has eighteen turnovers, and he's five and three as a starter. That, that eighteen turnovers is crazy. And he's five and three. G. It, it, it's one of the most anomaly stats. He's averaging. Two and a half turnovers a game and less than a touchdown a game hey, started. I, I, and started. Five I, and three. Hey, Brock Purdy's forever for his career. Forever, we his first ever career loss will always be to the yep. Cleveland Browns. So, uh, beat me, dog. Oh, we saying G. Sorry. Hey, man. Hey, Nick Foles, you you out there, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Carson Wentz, what's good, homie? Hey, uh, he, if a win, he, if a win's a win, he's a winner. Like I said, five and three with five touchdowns and eighteen turnovers. He makes scares no me sense. though. It he makes no sense. Me. He Dog twenty one says we put Christian McCaffrey out, we put Debo out, put some respect on the defense. National media, Stefanski did a better job calling plays. He just needs to stop with the jet sweeps to more. Don't disagree with any of that. Joseph Latman says Barry needs to know to be aggressive and go get some more receivers. I wonder how much of the inconsistency on offense is the play calling compared to the receiver room. Uh, DPJ, once again, another no-show. I, I, that's baffling. I mean, we're going to talk about it later in the week, but he has just fallen off the face of the earth. Links 595 says, going off the field wearing the 1946 uniforms, classic white helmet was clean. John Sellers said, yeah. what about Jerry Judy? We got a trade segment coming up Tuesday. Uh, yeah. Anthony, that was from you. Matthew Culpa said, I should restate my super chat from earlier. Statement win for Schwartz. And last one comes from Mac Nicoletto. Brown's defense is a team of assassins. At the end of the day, that's just a hell of a win. You can slice and dice it however you want. Ugly, pretty. A W is a W in the win column. There's not a column that says good wins and a column that says ugly wins. There's just a column that says wins, G. And I will tell you, it has been almost a full month since the last time the Browns have won a football game, and that is way too long. It was a loss, a bye week, and then this week. And I don't uh, ever want to go th- almost three, almost four full weeks without yeah. a chance to celebrate a win again. Yeah, yeah, it was tough, man. It was, and we had we had a lot of negative energy. Um, and, and trust me, 
it was easy to have the negative energy when you when your quarterback is out and you don't know what's going on. Uh, you know, I always say, man, listen, at the end of the day, as long as you got, you know, people that believe in what you're trying to do, and um, as long as you is able to continue to drink that Kool Aid. Nah, uh, it ain't it ain't finna be cool. Like yo, yo, full disclosure to some of our fans, and Mike will tell you this. So typically, we do the post game show, and I usually sit right here and I get a head start on my work. Not tonight. Tequila <laughs> choice tonight is Don Julio and Dejo, baby. We going to celebrate. You know why? Because the Browns was no bark. They was all bite, all bite today. So hey, Earl, go drink some Don Julio. You know, Earl about to slip a Earl go roofie himself. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna be real vulnerable tonight. He's gonna be calling hey. people. I'm vulnerable. Come on. Hey. We about to go do we about to go drink some Don, man. I am drink so some Don Julio. I am so tired. Once I put Don Julio right now, I would put my ass to sleep so fast. I hey, cannot on, wait man. to make some graphics. Pass out. Uh I see something on sec. We need a we need a post-game song. I, I'm the wrong person to ask about music. I I, I will defer completely. Ain't never, you guys on hey, music. I, it's got to be something Young Dolph. They if be our post game song, wait. If our post game song ain't something Young Dolph, we ain't doing it right. They be demonetizing our stuff too much. <laughs> they be like, oh yeah, they ain't gonna have that. <laughs> yeah, we got one more super chat from seven five nine UXE with dubs a dub. I'll take it, even with the asterisks. Hey, there's no asterisks on the dub. No, you, ain't you, no such thing. We're not gonna go back in week fourteen and be like, no, yeah, week six the Browns be the Niners, but a dub's a dub. Ain't no asterisks to it. You can't go back and replay it. Take it, enjoy it, celebrate it, cherish it. It's hard hey, to win a football game in the NFL. It's I'm running. Hard. Hey, McNuggets, I'm running this hoodie back right tomorrow. Matter of fact, I'm going to take it off before I sweat it out. I'm running this whole doggone fit tomorrow. Listen, the chocolate Kool-Aid mafia with the orange, you can find that today at bushlinebeauty.com. <laughs> Backslash barbershop, bushlinebeauty.com, backslash barbershop. You can get the chocolate cover. See, you gotta be a you gotta have forethought, McNuggets. How did I know we was winning today? I don't know. Hey, I got a stat for you. I got one more thing to say. I'll let you guys shout out uh, to do it. Finish it out here. <laughs> um, I just got this stat. Someone tweeted this was uh JXDub727 just tweeted this at me and you to Earl. The Browns have given up 1,002 yards through five games this season. That's the fewest of any NFL team through five games in over 50 years. They are averaging 200 yards against per game. That is it. That is it. I just did a quick look. There are 19 quarterbacks who throw by themselves for more than 200 yards per game. And as a team, the Browns are holding teams to 200.2 yards per game. That is the fewest through five games in the last 50-plus years of the NFL. G, I want to say one last thing before I let you guys uh, take, us, take us out here. And shout-out to everyone who tuned in. We did a disservice to a certain player of the Cleveland Browns. We have been speaking for 80 minutes now, and we have not mentioned Amari Cooper's name yet. And Amari Cooper, put some damn respect on that man's name. A.B., who, remind you, traded a fifth-round pick to Dallas. Now Dallas had to get off some money, and they needed to clear some cap space, so... They got rid of him for way less than the actual acting price, asking price, excuse me. But Amari Cooper played like a man possessed today. And he single-handedly put the Browns in position to score twice. And they only scored four times. So Amari Cooper, my hat's off to you, sir. Legit, hey, Mark, legit Mark, wide receiver one. 
Mari Cooper, uh, listen, let's let's go around the court. Let's go around, the, you know, McNuggets. I, w- I would suggest that, you know, McNuggets giving a game ball out to Mari Cooper. I have no problem with that. Yeah. I'm going to give my game ball out to one Kareem Hunt. I said Jay, Kevin Stefanski should use him a little more. He didn't have any really crazy splash plays. He did have a touchdown today, but I thought he gave him some some toughness inside. He He wasn't completely in shape, but guess what? They was able to give him the rock. He was able to move the pile. And that was the type of attitude that we needed on on uh, offense when it came to running the ball inside zone. My game ball goes to Kareem Hunt. Shout out to him. All right, man. And without a doubt, hands down, I think it ain't no question who my game ball is going to, man. Shout out to my homeboy, Martin Emerson Jr. First career interception, man. It's been a long time coming. I already know, man. You about to get more next week. Go get your first career touchdown, man. Why not, man? But congrats to you. That's who my game ball goes to, man. MJ Emerson. We read Super Chats. Anthony, I don't think we missed any. You put a bunch in there. If we did, we uh, we sincerely apologize. I see someone, Abby Williams, said he put one in and we didn't read it. Um, if you send it again real quick, Abby, I'll, I'll read it real quick. You don't have to put it as a Super Chat. Just put it as a comment. Uh, we apologize if we missed any, but these things come flying through. Anthony does his best to, uh, to catch them as they come through. But uh, if we missed it, we do apologize. It was a... Imperfectly perfect win for the Browns. I'll just leave it at that. Imperfectly perfect. Imperfectly perfect. And guess what? At the end of the day, a dub is a dub. And anyone, anyone, Cleveland or not, that tries to say or take away from the fact that the Browns just beat the Niners, I don't want to put it to the camera. They they, they can stare at my middle finger. Frankly. <laughs> <laughs> Frankly. That's, that's, that's point blank period. Hit him with the sign language. Yeah, exactly. 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 Uh, also, shout out Dustin Hopkins. I know he missed his first kick, but then was money after that. And uh, we see how hard it is to kick in Cleveland Brown Stadium. Their kicker, the Niners kicker, Jake Moody, the rookie, had to miss the kick all year, missed two today. Mm. Missed two. And I give the Browns fans some credit Big for uh, for making that a hostile environment. Hey, we appreciate every single one of y'all. Every single one of y'all that tuned in, hung out with us tonight. Y'all the real MVPs. We are back tomorrow, 11 o'clock. On the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, Bull, Jason, G, J, myself, Earl Ant, we are all there. No bark, all bite. Earl the Pearl, who is, despite what the one person said, a genius. We love y'all. See y'all in the morning. Go round. Peace. Peace. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.